the righteousness of faith. Father, thank you once again for your word, for your spirit, the word that renews our mind, the word that fixes our heart, the word that is medicine and health to all of our flesh, the word that nourishes faith, words nourish. We receive them from you, Lord, because you said we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of your mouth, we are to live. And we receive your word now in the name of Jesus and the quickening power of this word coming alive inside of us. And that's what we say, and that's the way it's going to be. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, we've been talking about Jesus. We've been talking about where is he that is born king of the Jews. Now, he was born king of the Jews, of a virgin, on a mission, sent from the Garden of Eden, that there was one coming, the seed of a woman, that was going to absolutely crush the headship and the authority of darkness of the wicked one, Satan, that serpent, that came to deceive and to steal and to kill and to destroy. And here he is, resurrected from the dead right now, your Melchizedek, your King Righteousness, your King Peace, watching over his word in your mouth to perform it and bring it to pass. The head of the angels that hearken unto the voice of the word of God, they're here now to do what you say because Jesus is the apostle and the high priest of your confession. He said to hold fast to your confession of faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised now I want to tell you that we left off last time talking about peace and the power of peace that crushes the enemy remember peace is powerful peace is not just feeling good having a good day or you're not at odds with a person peace is the peace of God is shalom in the Hebrew it's wholeness soundness, health, well-being, unity, oneness in every way. The peace of God will fill every void in your life with abundance. You'll be whole. You will lack nothing. Wherever his presence is, his peace is. And where his peace is, his presence is. Lack becomes abundance. Darkness becomes light. Questions are answered. Ignorance is removed. Wealth overwhelms poverty. And you fill in the blank. Anything that is not right in your life, the peace of God will displace all the effects of the curse and of the fall. And remember that Jesus is your King Righteousness and your King Peace. He is the Prince of Peace, the Ruler of Peace. Hallelujah. And he's given you his peace. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 26 and we'll start there and we'll see in Isaiah 26 verse 2. Open you the gates that the righteous nation, hallelujah, there's the church, the righteous nation, the body of Christ, the assembly of the Lord Jesus Christ, which keeps the truth may enter in. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Now look at this verse closely. Verse 3. 
thou will keep him in perfect peace. Perfect peace in the Hebrew, it says peace, peace. He is emphasizing peace. He'll keep you in peace. He'll keep you in peace. He'll keep you in peace. Whose mind or thought or imagination is stayed, is fixed on him. Fix your thoughts, your mind, your imagination on the Father himself, and he will keep you in perfect peace. I'm telling you, this is powerful. Philippians chapter 4. This is getting really practical now. Jesus came to rescue us, to redeem us from the pit, from hell, from hell on earth and ultimate punishment. And here we are, born again from above, walking in his peace with the ability to reign in our life and in our circumstances and reign through our life for his kingdom and for his glory to bring many sons in. Hallelujah. <laughs> By the power of his word. Romans 4, chapter six, uh, chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Don't be worried or anxious or fret about anything. In other words, don't be not in peace. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, everything by prayer, by worship, by supplication, definite requests, thanksgiving, let your requests, your petitions be made known unto God. And listen to this, verse 7, the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds, your heart, your imagination, your mind, your thoughts, through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Look at that. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. You'll be in perfect peace when you think on the things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, virtuous, worthy of praise. You set your mind on these things. You set your imagination on these things, and peace will guard you. Peace will protect you. The God of peace will be with you actively. He said he'd never leave you nor forsake you. That's not the issue. Do you recognize the peace when it's there? Or are you looking the other way? Look to him. Keep your mind and your eyes set and fixed on him so that peace can guard and protect your heart and your mind, your thoughts and your imagination from the accusations and the slanders of the enemy through life, through thoughts, through other men and women, through things that are going on in society, you name it. If it's trying to steal your peace or your joy, you got a problem. And you need to deal with that by getting your eyes fixed on the Lord and His Word. Now go to Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Peace. Let the peace of God rule in your heart, or govern your heart. Govern your heart. There's a governor in your heart, and it's peace. It's peace that rules. It's peace that governs. It's peace that will direct 
and keep in check your heart. Hallelujah. Now go to Galatians 5. And this is interesting. You need to really look at this and pay attention to this. Otherwise you might miss it. He's talking about the works of the flesh being manifest in verse 19, verse 20, and verse 21. And then he says, And those that do those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So the context here is inheriting the kingdom of God, the reign, the rulership, the royalty, the righteousness of God. But, 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 he says, the fruit of the Spirit, not the works of the flesh, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and against such there is no law. It's not illegal. There's nothing that is illegal about the fruit of the Spirit. There's nothing that can come against love. The love of God is the fruit of your spirit. And if you let peace, which is a component of love right here, a fruit of your spirit, rule in your heart, govern your heart, guard your heart, you'll have the government, the kingdom of God, which is in you, governing you. Let that peace govern you. Let it govern your thoughts. Let it govern your words. Let it govern your desires and your ways and the things that you want to do. Peace is a component of the kingdom government in you, in me. This is peace. Are you seeing this? Are you getting this? That Jesus, born of a virgin, Prince of Peace, King Peace. How important this peace is and why this peace is so important and what this peace can do for you. The peace of God, the covenant of peace. Remember, this is the covenant. This is the new covenant. Now go to James chapter 3 and verse 18, and it says this. You'll notice the connection again between righteousness and peace. They run together. The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. It's sown in the soil of peace. The fruit of righteousness is sown in the soil of peace of one who is peace-loving and one that is peace-making. Now you'll see in verse 17, the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable or peace-loving, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. 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 Hallelujah. You let that peace. Jesus is your King Righteousness and King Peace. And your righteousness is sown in peace. Peace is the soil that you sow into. Peace must be the condition of your heart and your soul. Peace is a new covenant revelation with many facets, and you're hearing a few of them right now, and you can dig into more of it yourself as after we get off. That peace is powerful. The kingdom of God, remember, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now go to Hebrews chapter 13 and look at verse 20. Jesus, remember, raised from the dead with his blood to reconcile you and to bring peace to crush the enemy. Remember that. Now Hebrews 13.20. Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus 
that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood, through the virtue of his blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect. Make you, saint, believer, Christian, perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Look at that. Peace through the blood. Peace through the blood. Jesus, your shepherd, the great shepherd of the sheep. <laughs> oh, he's leading you, feeding you, guiding you, protecting you, watching over his word to perform it in your life. Glory to God. Now just think about this. If you'll go through the New Covenant epistles, the letters to the churches, you're going to see this phrase over and over and over again in the first opening verses of all the different letters of the New Testament. Grace and peace be unto you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. He's declaring grace. He's given you all things richly to enjoy. He's given you everything that pertains unto life and godliness. Romans chapter 8 verse 32 says, How shall he not with Jesus also freely give you the all things, the all things that were created by him and for him? Now, the Father is saying unto you, I sent my son Jesus. He already went to the cross. He already drew all punishment and judgment unto himself. He was already made sin so that you could be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and believe in your heart unto righteousness, and with the mouth you will make confession unto salvation. You will be delivered. You will have peace in your life. So I'm saying it right now. Grace and peace to you from the Father and from the Son. Hallelujah. Now <laughs> that you've been justified by faith, you have peace towards God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And you have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And that hope will not make a shame because the love of God has been poured into your heart by the Holy Spirit who is within you. Know this. Believe this. Identify with the reality of what's already done in the finished works and you will enjoy your life with authority, with ability, and you will continue to govern your life in peace so that no thing of the enemy or hell can conquer you, can sway you, can hold you back, can cripple you, or can keep you from being who the Lord God Almighty created you to be. Now be blessed. Jesus is your peace. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.